Hi, and welcome to the Grind Press Poor podcast with Isaac and Abigail. A place where we talk about life and encourage Jesus followers to press on, fully engaged in the present, free from the past, and fearless of the future. If you are a Jesus follower, persevering in the roles God has you in right now, you'll find authentic conversation full of life, hope, and joy. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of the Grind Press <laughs> Poor Podcast. We're excited to dive in. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I am at least. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are starting a two-part episode. Episode one and episode two. Part A and part B, maybe it's a good way of saying it, because yeah. we're going to talk a little bit more about our time in Florida. Mm -hmm. And we have two disclaimers to begin with. The first one is that we are sharing our story. So we are sharing things that happened to us and how we felt about it. And we are acknowledging the fact that every story has two sides and the other people involved probably would share a different story. And that's okay because we're sharing our story. We're not debating anything. We're not obviously going to use names or anything like that. So we just want to acknowledge that we are sharing our side of the story and our perspective. Yeah. And the other piece is that we're not going to share or talk through things that we haven't processed through and healed from, uh, that we aren't, this isn't a place where we're just airing grievances and anger and bitterness. We have worked through and talked through um, both individually as a couple with counselors, with mentors. So this is stuff that uh, we've been, yeah, it's been many years ago. So we've had a lot of time with it too and stuff like that. So we just want to share from our perspective. So mm -hmm. let's pick back up where we left off the move, the move. So to recap, we had James in August of 2011. Mm -hmm. And then we moved down to Florida in September mm -hmm. of 2011. And we moved into Isaac's grandparents retirement condo, mm -hmm. which I didn't know until afterwards. They literally <laughs> hadn't lived in it yet. Yeah, they just bought it. That they summer. had just bought it, and his grandma went down and furnished it so that we could move into it, mm -hmm. which she's just <laughs> she's awesome. a saint. Yeah. And then in the beginning, literally like the first or second day of January, we closed on a house, yeah. our very first house, mm -hmm. and moved into that house. And that house <laughs> was my pride and joy because it was the first house that we owned obviously but it was the first house where we had like a little bit of extra income to be mm. able to like do things in the mm. house yeah because we didn't have to pay the first the down mm -hmm. payment there was a cool grant that uh yeah yeah so that was a fun yeah we really enjoyed that house a lot of stories from that house a lot of memories from if i could pick that house that up house. and move it with me everywhere we've moved yeah, i would i love that single story but a great three bedroom mm -hmm. two bath house with a fun little garage workshop it's a good time yeah <laughs> yeah lots of great memories there yeah lots of projects lots of fun things so yeah, yeah so 2012 we were just settling in yeah doing the like 
to parents with a baby mm -hmm. just buying a new house we were like the quintessential american family <laughs> at this point um then in spring of 2013 mm -hmm. leah was born yeah james was like the easiest baby ever he was an angel baby he still is <laughs> a very compliant child mm -hmm. and so we very naively thought that this whole parenting thing was a piece of cake and we should just go for another one <laughs> yeah and we did yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so leah <laughs> uh was towards the end of your your like seven months pregnant with her january of that year and my grandparents uh my mm -hmm. dad's parents came back down for the winter and my grandma was battling cancer and had gotten really bad um like she had been battling for a while but then that winter really it took a turn mm -hmm. so in those january february months we spent a lot of time with them you would make mm -hmm. dinners and then we would go over and uh you would be with grandma mm -hmm. and talk about honestly end of life and heaven knowing mm -hmm. that her time um was was limited that that her treatments were She's not having a big effect and she was really um you know kind of kind of going downhill and and so we got those some sweet times and grandpa and mm -hmm. i and james would go out walking around and keep him company and give mm -hmm. him a break just from a little care time of caretaking and things like that and uh so that was little baby james yeah he was walking was around a year and a half you like know, just, a bomb for everybody's yeah, soul it was yeah. sweet so Leah's born and this was this was like a big turning point kind of I would say in the journey mm -hmm. um you I mean everything was great with pregnancy birth all that kind of stuff but the events surrounding that mm -hmm. time period were what was kind of a big transition so yeah a little bit wild yeah I'll talk I'll, I'll talk through my kind of the from the church side of things where my perspective things like that and then if you want to share anything about uh as a as a wife as a mom all those kind of things that it was interesting because it was you know one of these things where we just didn't think about it going when you move into you take a new position all that kind of stuff well the day comes the time comes for leah to be born and the discussion of time off comes and i hear from the leadership yeah you can take vacation time when the baby's born sure so literally at that point i had two weeks of vacation, 10 days you know two weeks of vacation mm -hmm. and we were thinking wow that's okay i guess we'll figure this out but I, we don't want to use you know all of that or even half of it so how do we make this work and i guess you might say fortunately Leah's born on a on a monday morning so mm -hmm. we she's born and I took off Monday, Tuesday, and then literally dropped you and her off at yep. home on Wednesday and went to go get ready for youth group and and mm -hmm. have youth group that Wednesday night because I didn't want to take off that we day. We didn't have any more days. We, yeah, I didn't want to take any more vacation days at that point. You know, this is March of, of the year. And I was like, this is early in the year. Who Like, who knows what the rest of the year is going to bring? So we so, had a, what, three-day-old yeah, two and a half. Like she's and then born. I was, yeah, like, I was and on a, my and a one own. And a half year old. Yeah, and because the family that was keeping James dropped James off. Yeah, after Isaac had it dropped you off. Dropped I mean, me dropped off. you off. So I was home for brought... a little bit, like maybe an hour, <laughs> with just me and Leah, and then yeah. and then James got home. Yeah. So, yeah, like 
and just 72 hours after giving birth i was back to uh (laughs) and and i just yeah carried on in in life and ministry and we laugh about that sometimes like that's been such the nature of so many things in our life is just like oh this big event turning in your life whatever great carry on yeah like no no catch your breath no slow down No. no anything and so that's literally what we did march of that year um yeah. Any anything else mm-hmm. you as that you want to share with kind of I'll just fast forward us then or jump to a big kind of next turning point is, you know, a month later, um, my grandparents had gone uh, back to Indiana first of April and, you know, 10 days later, whatever, um, on April 11th, my grandma passed away from the cancer she'd been battling. So again, we're at this place of, okay, I go to the leadership. Hey, my grandma passed away. She's really important in my life. We want to travel back to Indiana for all the services, be with the family, those mm-hmm. kind of things. And I hear again, cool, you can take vacation time for that. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, they didn't say we don't have a bereavement policy, but that was implied at that point. Like, yeah, if you, if you want to take time off, that's your vacation time to take. So we made plans for that trip literally just thinking how can we take the least amount of days as possible so that we can still hopefully take an actual vacation at some point this year for part of a week or something like that um somewhere so yeah so those were kind of big i would say turning points um in that beginning of that year where it really spoke to us as a family that these were big events of our lives and we seem to be hearing from the leadership that there's no space for that. There's no room for that. This is just, you got to carry on in life and ministry mm-hmm. and figure things out. And this is just how, how things work. Um, yeah. We kind of felt like we had been seeing some possible red flags, but we didn't want to make assumptions. We didn't want to assume anything. We didn't want to think poorly of the church. So, and we also were young and naive, so we didn't know any better. And then in 2013, when all of these big things started happening, we realized that maybe the things that we were noticing were actually more legitimate than we had originally thought. Yeah. To your point, I think I especially, you know, am, am want to believe the best, hope the best, all those kind of things. And, you know, it was my, my job. So I was like, well, I don't want to stir up any trouble with this. Yeah. Attention. I have to keep our family, you know, be the, I'm the, you know, sole breadwinner. Like Mm -hmm. if, if something falls apart, like I have to find a new thing. Like, I don't want any of that. We, this is, we love living here. This is great. We're, you know, this is our place. So we just were, I was, I kept, I'm no, just, I'm sure just kept saying, it's okay. We'll get through. We'll next steps. It's fine. We'll just, it's fine. We'll hang on. It's just a little season. It's, <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's going to be fine. We're all fine. It's, it's fine. And, um, another layer, if I can. Yeah. Jump in, go, yeah. So another layer to all of this happening is that about a week after Lee was born, she just started crying all mm. the time. And every time we went to the pediatrician, it was like, she's colic. You should take this out of your diet because I was nursing. I mm. took everything and anything out of my diet mm. and she just cried all the time. And every time I went to the doctor to like just see if there was something we could figure out, they 
would always treat me like I'm just this crazy mom. Mm. And they never really had any answers. They didn't know what was going on. I very much felt like they didn't believe me that mm. she cried as much as she did. And so we were really struggling mm. at home because if for any of you that have had a baby <laughs> and you know, it's just very stressful when a baby cries a lot and you don't know why and you can't fix it and there's no like rhyme or reason. It's not, you know, we tried all kinds of like sensory mm -hmm. and positions for sleeping and it just was like this never ending hopeless situation of having a baby crying in the house, you know, 12, 14, yeah. 16 hours a day, however long. Yeah. And she's little she still is a newborn or an early mm -hmm. you know baby so she's not sleeping very well yeah. so like not only were we having family stuff going on with isaac's grandma then we're having our own family stuff mm -hmm. because we're trying to adjust to being a family of four and with a really difficult mm -hmm. situation fast forward just to clarify when leah was um how old was she? Uh, like two and a half. She was diagnosed with oh, an iron disorder yeah, where yeah. her body just has a really hard time absorbing the iron in her blood. Yeah. So that's what it was. But we didn't know that for a really long time. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so that's what we were experiencing at home. And and so all of those, you know, if like Abigail said, if any like parents, you know this, when you have those things that are hard, you're hardly sleeping. It's just a really hard time it affects every part of your life and so i was definitely feeling it mm -hmm. um when i would you know be going to to work and and just trying to function do everything whatever um and came to a place where i don't remember the exact um timing sometime though i think it was early fall where i was really starting to feel a level of exhaustion a level of just like how do we manage these pieces of our life and obviously too like we said we didn't end up taking a family vacation that year. We just took off a couple more day, a couple days in the summer to literally just try to staycation. If I remember right, I, I could be wrong on that, but yeah. I we don't remember if, I don't if remember we did, doing it, was, it was not memorable. Or if it was, it was probably like, can someone hold you know Leah while we try to sleep for one extra hour? Anyway, yeah. so I came to this point by the fall where I was like feeling it, and we're going to our leadership and being like. Guys, I'm open to any <laughs> suggestions, thoughts, or whatever on like how to how to manage all these pieces and hearing this this piece of like, well, if you can't figure it out and like ministry's hard, maybe you're not cut out for ministry. And immediately I remember thinking like, okay, this was this was a the bad idea. Like I I'm this was choice. a wrong choice to share this because now I now I definitely feel like my job is on the line. Like the the leadership here is saying to me, if you can't do this, like this this may be you're you're not going to stay in ministry. And I was thinking to myself, I'm I've been called to ministry. This is definitely what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what God has for my life. And I just thought I could find some help in figuring this all out. Mm -hmm. And okay, I guess I guess we'll just just like figure it out from here and tried as best we thought we were doing to just like keep make everybody make happy. everybody happy 
and it because wasn't enough. Your or, job at the church was you were a youth in outreach, so you were the youth pastor, which means you taught on Wednesday nights and Sunday school on Sunday mm -hmm. mornings, and then you did an outreach thing on Fridays, but you also were in charge of all of the kids' programs, mm -hmm. and so we, we were teaching Wednesday night and youth group, and then Sunday morning we were teaching, you were teaching um, Sunday school, and then during Sunday the night, service, child care. during the service on Sunday mornings, we were doing. Oh yeah, and we were in a class. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. like doing the nursery or whatever. And then Sunday nights, we were told that we needed to do the Sunday night children's church too. Yeah. So we very much felt like we were drowning at church. And then we were also drowning at home because we were just dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then we live in Florida and all of our family lives in Indiana and Pennsylvania. We mm -hmm. were so far from any family. Yeah. Yeah. So then we jumped to kind of, like I said, just tried to, you know, get through the end of that year um, and roll into, you know, uh, 2014 mm -hmm. and um by the beginning of 2014 you're pregnant again um <laughs> okay wait and or, so wait 13 Adeline's born in 14. I so, yeah yeah but so we found out at Christmas of, right so I have never had heartburn except <laughs> for when I was pregnant and I used to get heartburn when I ate chocolate and for yeah. around Christmas time we were playing games or whatever and I we were eating Oreos and mm. I started to get heartburn and I was like oh, what wait a minute what's going on <laughs> it's a little bit stressful yeah so you're pregnant again and then we're trying to do uh the best we can mm -hmm. and the leadership comes to me and says hey you know we 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 know you're doing you know what you can what you think you can blah blah blah, whatever you're but doing great. we have some observations about your wife that we want to talk to you about and you know here's here's what they are and like literally had a list written down of like the infamous list things that it was like abigail <laughs> is not you know involved enough she doesn't have the right attitude about this she uh i needed a mentor you needed a mentor you needed Which that one like, let's be fair that one was true right i needed, I needed a lot more than a mentor yeah. though let's be honest and uh is you know not content because you were upset that they didn't want you to get a tattoo and mm -hmm. like you were so that means you must be discontent <laughs> about lots of like you have a lack of content I'm a, and I'm lack not of a discernment good... that you want to get a tattoo right. that, that's clearly going to take the teens down the wrong path so right they tell me all of this and wait I... let's let's clarify as well the original list came from the deacon's wives and the senior pastor's wife mm -hmm. got together and created the list and they brought it to the deacons and the senior pastor and then the senior pastor brought it to you mm -hmm. yeah so yeah so i get this list and go okay i i guess a literal I list i just <laughs> want to clarify again on paper so I go, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm the leader of our home. I'll talk to her about these things. And 
I remember, you know, trying to like gingerly because at that point, I'm no, not, but you didn't tell me for, for I didn't tell you at first because I'm yeah, literally thinking, okay, I gotta na- navigate this correctly. I they probably didn't even know like you're pregnant. It's another stressful time. It's those are still a lot going on mm-hmm. in our lives and personally, and you know, now it's like so fix all of these things. So um that was yeah so i don't i don't want to i don't know how much more you want to say or i don't want to belabor that too long or yeah anyway just it fast forwarded i was like yeah well we'll talk about it and short version is like i didn't it led to the point where whatever i was doing they were like i think you were just trying to like fix things without telling me what had happened and so it was just kind of like like I feel like you wanted to help me find a mentor. Mm -hmm. And so we were trying to figure out, but clearly none of the deacon's wives or the lead pastor's wife was a good option. I I mean, I remember conversations where you, we were trying to figure out who, and I didn't even know about the list at that point, but Mm -hmm. it was like, well, I don't trust this woman. And I know that woman doesn't like me Mm -hmm. because now that I think about it too, they told me that they wanted me to serve in the women's ministries Mm. and I didn't want to serve in women's ministries, but I literally didn't have a choice. Mm. And so all of these women, like, I don't remember the timing, but there was a meeting that I vividly remember being yelled at and like pointed across the table and women are slapping the table because they're so angry at me. Mm. So those women are not, it was like, okay, we i knew that i needed help Mm -hmm. i needed someone to come alongside me yeah but i didn't feel like i had any options yeah yeah and so this was all spring of 2014 then Mm -hmm. and so by the time um may is rolling around my brothers had asked me to come and speak at their Mm -hmm. baccalaureate for the graduation baccalaureate for was, those of yeah, you that don't know, call. because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I thought this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard of. It's literally a church service before graduation. Basically, yeah. It's optional, but they invite like a some sort of religious person to yeah. come in, a pastor or something. Usually one of the local pastors or someone from the community or whatever. But because to the public school. Yeah, to the public but school. It's the public graduation. And it's directly before graduation with like a minor gap in between. So literally everyone comes for the whole thing. Right. Um and which was just wild to me. I didn't know that that was a thing in <laughs> that's America. That's how it works in rural Indiana. So yep. uh think that's still how they do it anyway which is cool it was great so all this to say we go and like i I got to do it or my brothers asked me to do it because i was uh they were both graduating so we go up may 2014 it's a it's you know a time where we're hoping to catch our breath and again but it was again just crazy leah was was hard on that trip traveling you know with two kids and being five months pregnant, mm-hmm. six months pregnant, whatever, yeah, six um, was, you know, just wild. So we do that. We come back. We're still tired. That's when you told me about the list. That was when I told you about the list on that <laughs> trip. And that was a, that was a very, that was very unfortunate uh, timing. Yeah. So that was a rough trip. Uh, other than the time with family, getting to speak, see people, that was cool. All the memories, all the things. So we get back from that trip. Things are definitely still and it like very tense, very tense, very like 
again, I remember being like the, it's going to be okay. We're going to figure it out. We're going to get through. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to check the boxes to make everybody mm-hmm. happy. We're going to just get through this hurdle. Like, like we do everything else and it's going to carry on forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's what's, that's what, how this is going to go. And I think we genuinely thought I, that it was yeah. going to work out and we felt hopeful yeah. that like this was where God had wanted us to come. So we thought we were going to be there forever. And so we didn't think that like, we genuinely thought it was all going to work out. Yeah. And, and typically <laughs> I feel like we are people or as a couple, we, d- we do please pe- like we can check box. We can yeah. do what people ask. We are compliant. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes. Like we're compliant by nature to say like, okay, we'll, we'll do what you're asking of sure. us regardless of how we feel, the emotions, right. the pain, any of that. Like we'll, we'll comply. We see a level of authority. We see whatever God's put you in our life. We believe all of that. So we're going to do right. it. We're going to, we're going to do it. So we're, we're trying. Isaac has a much better attitude <laughs> about that than I do. <laughs> uh, sometimes. You're the leader of our family and you lead in that. Uh, all right. Well, thank that you. Way. I appreciate that. Do you so, receive that? I Yeah, I'll receive that. Okay. I good. try to lead us that way. So, so we're going through, that's mid-May. We, or no, it would have been end. I think it's the graduation yeah, the is always of, uh, Memorial Week. Yeah. So we're end of May, we get back, um, going into June and just pressing forward going, um, okay, uh, we've got a couple weeks youth group stuff we're finishing up the school you Mm -hmm. know or you know school year stuff whatever then i'm speaking coming up in a few weeks at this conference um Mm -hmm. up in uh the tampa bay area your brother's living in tampa bay it's gonna be a fun little trip we're gonna go up there we're gonna see them we're gonna speak um it's gonna be a great time and so that's the direction that's where we're at i'm still having some meetings whatever of like yeah we're still working on this stuff still moving forward and like i'm gonna work on some of it before this trip and we'll and then uh, by the time we come back everything you're asking of us is going to be good to go this is where we're at this is the report this is whatever and this was the beginning of my meeting anxiety yeah so, so when isaac has meetings i get very anxious that's true and then he will still to this day text me and say hey the meeting went great yeah yeah I'm like okay good now i can stop worrying yeah so because what happened was we get back from the speaking trip you know and stuff whatever and i go into the office on uh you know monday and i'm like i there's a couple things i'm not done with and you know on our list of stuff so can i come you know get it to you by tomorrow have another meeting tuesday i could tell there's just a dissatisfied you didn't do enough this isn't enough I, you know you didn't give us enough time you didn't give us enough effort you didn't all these blah, things blah, blah. But, you know just just clear like you failed and I was, i'm feeling this um but i'm like okay we'll talk and it was kind of like this so we'll talk next steps um at this meeting on wednesday night um after youth group okay great we led so youth group. go to youth group lead youth group normal youth group evening go to the meeting i go home yeah we go goes home I take with, the kids with all home. the kids yeah leah james go home and sit in the come into this meeting and it's like while you were at this conference we had a discussion about all the recent events and we've come to a conclusion it's time for you to leave and i was stunned i, I was expecting it to be like Here's the next steps. Here's keep, the next keep checking list. the boxes. Here's the yeah. next list. Here's 
here's how where we're you, gonna fix here's it. how we're yeah we're gonna fix it here's how you failed here's the things that we're gonna help you with i mean i was genuinely like they're gonna help me we're gonna take steps forward and it was like nope it's time they're done with you're, us you're done it's time for you to go so you have this is wednesday night you have until friday to decide will you resign or will you fight this and deal with have some grim consequences <laughs> so this feels like a perfect place <laughs> to if you're a cliffhanger fan we got a good one we got a good one where come back next episode mm-hmm. we'll pick up here with See the what we outcome chose. of Did the we choice choose a church split <laughs> or a peaceful cast your vote cast, yeah so <laughs> <laughs> leave a comment leave a review tell us where you think this is going yes. and uh we will come Door back number a next one. time to to talk about this and genuinely as we like i said we want to just wrap up with saying uh this is the story that we we felt we see we know there's the people that we were there we experienced um and uh we just want to share it and know that we're not alone plenty of people we've talked to have experienced things like this and we just want to share and be able to um be helpful mm-hmm. in how we can and where we went from here mm-hmm. so we'll pick it up here yep next week next time thanks for listening